Algar Productions. Despite the title, the following podcast is most decidedly not for kids. This is the Kids Love Justice League podcast with your hosts, Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Episode 188 I Am Legion and Shadow of the Hawk. Hi, pals. It's uh, the final season of the last show. I'm Al. I'm Maggie. And this is it. Well, this is not yeah. it, but this is the beginning of it. Yeah, this, this is only a 13 episode season, so we're going to be through this one quick. If this is it. Mm hmm. Yes, go on. That's. Wait. Please let me know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Please let me know. I, I, I know. Yes. Right. Go, if you if you sing one more uh, one more note, we got to pay the royalties. So I mean, I can think of worse people to pay royalties to than Huey Lewis in the news. Mm. Do you like Huey Lewis? <laughs> so this is an interesting thing because they very clearly wrapped everything up in a in a, the the most the tightest most perfect bow. Boy, they sure did at the end of last season. And then uh, Cartoon Network said uh, you could have another season, and they're like, oh, um, uh, uh, what do we do? Okay, um, and they they pull out hmm. some good stuff, but uh, <laughs> but it is so clear that they're like, oh, what next? And I, uh, I was reading. This is one of those times where the DC Wiki had some good information. And uh, look, they just pull the stuff from the DVD commentaries. And if I still have my DVDs, I just I just listen to them myself. Sure. But uh, I, I'm uh, cutting out the middleman here. Um, but uh, Dwayne McDuffie uh, pitched to Bruce Tim. He's like. Why don't we just do the Legion of Doom? And uh, Bruce Timm said, because we did that already. We did it a bunch. We did the, mm-hmm. the, the like the, what do we call it? The Injustice Gang or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, no, 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 no. The full on like Legion of Doom, like from Super Friends mm-hmm. with all that that entails. And he's like, yeah, okay, let's do that. All right. I mean, <laughs> so honestly, doing a, doing a Legion of Doom that's basically the evil version of the JLU is still a good idea. Like, yeah, the idea that's everybody. Yeah, and in this this episode, as I will tell you in a moment, mm. um, we visit the uh, the headquarters and we get those shots that we had in the first episode of JLU where you see, like, all the background guys, like every character model they've mm-hmm. ever had for villains, plus a bunch we've never seen before, yep. just milling about, and it's it's... Every bit the visual feast that it was when it was the heroes. It's very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did enjoy that. But I love, let me. Uh, uh, what's this guy from? Who's this guy's villain? Is that the key? Yes, it's the key. Mm, I don't have a key. <laughs> Why don't you get a key then? Mm-hmm. But let me tell you what happens in I Am Legion. Yeah. After the cosmic level stakes of the last few episodes, it's nice to get back to street level basics. And this is about as street level as it gets. An old-fashioned car chase as an escaped con flees the cops. Of course, said con is Lex Luthor, the actual perpetrator of those cosmic-level stakes, which is kind of a sad reminder of just how much he lost since he nearly murdered the Justice League and rewrote reality to suit his whims. For one thing, they wouldn't let him keep running for president, which, all things considered, is a nice rule to have. You attempt to violently overthrow the status quo, you can't be president. Seems kind of... self-evident? Hmm... Looks like the cops have Lex cornered in an alley, but then he's rescued by a guy whose head is a key, carrying a key-shaped gun. But despite how stupid he looks, and believe me, it's very stupid, (laughs) he's not whisking Lex off to Apocalypse. No, this dude was sent by Grodd, who's forming a supervillain counterpart to the JLU, a sort of iniquity collective, if you will. (laughs) 
Okay, they actually call themselves the Legion of Doom, just like in Super Friends. And just like in Super Friends, their headquarters is a giant Darth Vader head. Which was a cute joke in a Super Ego sketch some years ago, but also uh, from that same uh, thing from Dwayne McDuffie I was just telling you about. Uh, that guy, his own self, described it using the same phrase, the big Darth Vader head, when he pitched the season. So I guess it's actually canon. Uh, Grodd knows that uh, Lex is seriously jonesing for more Brainiac, as evidenced by the Lex POV shots where he actually <laughs> thinks he's talking to the ghost of a robot. <laughs> So he offers Baldy a tiny fragment of his dead computer boyfriend in exchange for his membership in the Legion. Lex agrees and takes that key guy and another extremely dumb-looking other guy with him to Blackhawk Island for a heist. The Blackhawks, if you haven't been paying attention, were last seen in the Vandal Savage three-parter. As far as I can tell, only one of the Blackhawks is actually still alive, which tracks since the war ended 60 years ago. I mean, it's like 80 years ago now, but, but when this episode was made. Uh, that surviving Blackhawk still has Shira's phone number, though, which brings her and a couple of other leaguers running to stop whatever Lex is up to. Then they almost entirely fail to do that. But it turns out the thing Lex was stealing, some stick that Hitler was horny for, was worthless anyway because Grodd was just testing him. Oh, and I almost forgot to mention that Flash is back to being his old creepo self, making the grand total of his redemption arc three episodes? God damn it, JLU. And I know this is your bad thing, so let's I just, mean, uh, you just roll right into this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Flash is back to being gross. He spends the entire episode alternately hit, failing to hit on and being sad about his inability to hit on fire. And mm -hmm. also, Fire of Fire and Ice is in this, and she comes off as just kind of stupid. That didn't bother me in the least. Like, we got some smart ladies. Mm -hmm. the, you know, let's have a dumb one. She's like, and yes, I'm stereotyping here, like heavily. But she's supposed to be a model, mm -hmm. like, and I'm sure there are some very smart models. But like, I mean, broadly Vixen. speaking, if she's there, oh yeah, that's right, Vixen. Mm -hmm. There you go. Yeah. But see, so that makes it okay. Yeah, this model's right, kind of dumb. She's pretty and stupid. That's okay. <laughs> no, it's we got plenty of dumb dudes. Like, let's let's have a dumb lady. Why not? I mean, you know what? Fair enough. Hashtag Last dumb lady was my favorite character. So, uh, who Dana? Yeah. Okay. Where's Barry? No. I Wally. liked what <laughs> I, I, I legitimately liked how kind of oblivious she was. And at first, because you watch these first and your notes were in the dock and I was I was glancing over them and, and you were saying Flash is a creep again. I was like, oh, well, maybe you're overreacting because at first it was a little sweet Flash. It seemed like he had a little crush and he wasn't mm -hmm. over sexualizing her. He was just like, oh, I wish I could talk to her. And that. That I actually liked. Mm -hmm. And then he just starts straight up staring at her tits. Yeah. So it's like, okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. But Great. the first Thanks, beat- Flash. The first beat of that was okay. They just, they they lost their way real quick. All, all that great character development that he's had over the last few episodes, and it's just like, uh, boobs are nice. You remember, Which, you remember Flash, right? they are, but- <laughs> Yeah, but don't, don't stare so openly. Yeah. Do it discreetly, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, though, it is hard to be discreet when the boobs in question are actively on fire. That's not when he was staring at them, though. No. Because that's when all the shit was going down and he was busy fighting guys. So. Yeah, I I did like seeing her. Like, that yeah. was fun. But, you know. The other thing is, it's just like, oh, man, could have brought ice back, too. I like ice. Yeah, same. I don't know. Does she get a voice in the show? I can't remember. I have no the, idea. I do not remember at all. 
it's kind of blending together with the Brave and the Bold where they do the J like the JLI team. So mm-hmm. you get those two together. Um, but my bad thing, Fire is voiced by uh, Maria Canals. I think I'm saying that right. Who also voices Shaira. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've watched 10 seconds of this episode, you do not need me to point that out. No, I noticed that and I'm bad at voices. Uh, I think Maria Canals is absolutely amazing as Shaira. She sells the vulnerability of coming back from the betrayal. She sells being fully in love with Jon Stewart. She mm-hmm. sells every single ha! Like, she's great. She does not have much of a range, though. No. She's a and, good actor. She's just she can't do a lot of voices. That's all. And also, Shire is a main character in this episode. Like, this is a Shire a Flash episode, basically. Well, that's like, that's my other point is like there's there's ways to make this work. But yeah. putting putting her on a team of three with Shire is not a good way to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, Maria Canals is, uh, I believe, Cuban-American is what mm. uh what we had found out uh, before when they made all the Thanagarians uh, Hispanic, which I thought was cool. Mm. Um, and uh, Fire's Brazilian. And so I think one of the reasons is like, oh, maybe she can do the accent. Like, yes, you are, you are like, you know, Spanish, but Portuguese is, yeah, they're, they're adjacent. Mm. You could probably pull off at least close enough to the accent that American dummies watching this can't tell the difference, which might be true, but again, if you put her right next to the other character who sounds just like her, it's, mm-hmm. come on. It's a, hang on. <laughs> it was like when, uh, a week or two ago, when they had uh, Jon Stewart, Green Lantern, talking to Steel, which is just Phil Lamar doing his Green Lantern voice, but less angry. Yeah. <laughs> and Phil Lamar's got a lot of range. He just didn't do a very different voice for that yeah. character, that's all. So, it's like, come just on, a, grab just a little disappointing. somebody. <laughs> yeah. But there was some good casting in this. Um, the Blackhawk, and I didn't catch his name. But no. The surviving Blackhawk dude. I liked his voice and nice little detail. They made his wife Asian because a lot of a lot of people that were in the military like during wars come back with a, he's a little problematic, a war bride. But like, mm-hmm. it's it's true. Yeah. It's, and, this is a thing. Yeah. And his wife was, I, I believe, Japanese, and mm-hmm. they cast they cast appropriately for that. And it was it, it's just a nice, like, they didn't have to add that detail. They could have just yeah. had Maria Canals do it again or something, you know, like Tress McNeil or somebody. But, like, mm-hmm. no, they, they got somebody special for that, and that was good. Yeah, I cannot uh, find this guy's name anywhere. Is it Chuck Sereni? Yep, that's it. Chuck Sereni. Chuck Sereni? Voiced by Seymour Castle. Or, yeah, Seymour Castle, who I don't know. Seymour. <laughs> the house is on fire. Do you want me to tell you when it's 1945? <laughs> but this kind of ties into my good thing. Bringing back the Blackhawks and all that was such a cool idea. Like It was, yeah. TV during this sort of post 9-11 Bush era period went so hard into the you have to be nice to the military. Thank you for your service mm-hmm. thing. And it, it, it really came off as sort of propaganda blowing smoke. But you forget you could do that genuine sentiment. And, and do it well. It's like, no, Hawk Girl literally fought, mm-hmm. like, back to back with this dude. She respects the hell out of him. Like, well, she's, and she's a warrior herself. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, this is how you do thank you for your service, and it doesn't come off as, like, flag-waving bullshit. Yeah, that that is not a thing I like, but in this epi- even I, in this episode, I'm watching, I'm like, shut up, Flash. That guy fought in World War II. Also, it's based in character. The fact yeah. is, 
they fought with them. Yeah. And also, you know, Shiera was raised as a warrior, so she mm-hmm. respects another warrior who fights evil people. And they don't get much more evil than Nazis led by Vandal Savage. Yeah, that's that's pretty uh that's pretty that's evil. Pretty fucking evil. Yep. That's Although like, what, it is one def- step down from Nazis led by actual Hitler. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's a. I think it's a sideways step. I think it's an mm. adjacent step. It's not a. It's not. It's not great. You feel good about watching them get their asses kicked. I know that for a fact. Oh, absolutely. Um, but also in Vandal Savage's defense, in another fifty thousand years, he'll come around. Mm-hmm. That hasn't happened yet, but it will. <laughs> How you doing, Vandal? Well, I think Nazis are bad. Good. That's mm-hmm. a start. Yeah. Also, I killed everyone on Earth, but uh, and there's giant right, cockroaches now. Le- but... le- that's less good. Not on purpose. Like it was, you know. Uh, what was your good thing? That's my bad. Sorry, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget if I said this last week or not, but I definitely thought about it. I was pretty much, I pretty much thought that like Lex should die after, like after last yeah. episode. Like we well, should they be tore done. his body up for sure. Yeah. Um, and I saw the uh, the image for this episode, and I was like, wow, already? Like, we're heading into Lex mm-hmm. right like right in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love this version of Lex. Like, on the run and obsessed with Brainiac? That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, is he it's- cr- Yeah, and we don't know yet. Is he crazy? Is there some remnant of Brainiac in his, in his mind? We don't mm-hmm. know yet. That's the thing, and I love that. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, it's so cool that we keep getting new versions of him and they all work yeah crazy lex mm-hmm. is i don't even know if he was in the comics he wasn't a major presence like i'm i'm not familiar with him but yeah uh, but yeah oh, i have to but, i have to get brainiac back so that i can be a cool cyborg again he's also he's he's talking to him like he's right there yep mm-hmm. yeah i'm i'm telling him i'm all right shut up <laughs> oh God, no, like, this you... guy's such an idiot on and Grod... on with him Grodd's like, are you two done yet? <laughs> and Grodd, that, one of... Well, go ahead. Is that Brainiac? Tell him I said hi. <laughs> Grodd, one of the few people who's, like, maybe smarter than Lex, definitely mm-hmm. capable of outsmarting. Like, he's definitely smarter on certain levels. Yep. Like, he can outmaneuver Lex. He's got him on a fucking string right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. He, he underestimates me because I'm a gorilla. Mm-hmm. But I'm way smarter than he is. And also, I'm the only one who made this shit work. Mm-hmm. Like, the only reason it fell apart before is because of the Justice League, which is a good reason, not mm-hmm. because he ran it poorly. My my uh, League of... My Injustice gang won't fall apart. You know why? Because I'm not you, dumbass. Yeah, remember he was doing all that team building stuff and it actually mm-hmm. worked? Yeah. It was so good. And now it's like, it's like a co-op, he says. Mm-hmm. He's like, what you do is you sh- they share 25% of whatever they steal with me, and then this entire league of supervillains has their back. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. I love that. Yeah. I just picture there being simple. like a bulletin board in the cafeteria. It's just like, Captain Cold, planning heist. Mm-hmm. Mr. Freeze is like, oh, I'm in. <laughs> uh, hey, buddy. Mm-hmm. Oh, this guy's so depressing. Always with his wife. We're the same, right? Are you talking about my wife, Nora? <laughs> I can only think of trash bag Nora from uh, Harley <laughs> Quinn so now. Good. <laughs> they just made Ellen or Shell drop into Nora. My beautiful, perfect wife who never did anything wrong. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, and got so hit <laughs> and got hit by a shopping cart outside of a Kroger's. <laughs> the only cure yeah. for that is freezing you and putting you in suspended animation. I guess so, until they come up with a cure for it. <laughs> so they come up with a cure for 17 stab wounds to the back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I do I do enjoy Crazy Lex as well. Yeah. And like I said, we got we got those great shots of like, oh boy, this is all the guys. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that was a lot of fun. I was thinking about this. The, the the fact that everyone's there really draws attention to the fact that there's no Batman guys, you know? Yeah. It's like you I hired know. everybody. Like fucking Toy Man's there and like yeah, you couldn't true. get like uh, Joker in the background or something. Well, they've tried this with the Joker and it does mm. not work. I absolutely get that. But there should be some of Batman's other guys. Absolutely. There mm. should be Madison Hattison. There should yeah. be fucking, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. Like, what is his name? The the uh, fire, firefly? Firefly, yeah. Yeah. Firebug, <laughs> fireman. I kind of like the idea that like Grodd's setting up. He's like, no Gotham mm-hmm. guys. They're all nuts. Joker's the worst one, but they're all bad. And we're not do- we're not doing it. I don't need Poison mm-hmm. Ivy complaining about plants to me again. We yeah, Poison Ivy makes pe- this Poison <laughs> Ivy makes this political. I don't I don't want any part of that. We're just gonna rob some banks. I don't need to. Mm-hmm. I don't need Jervis kidnapping 12, <laughs> 12 little girls because they look like that one woman that he's still stuck on in Gotham. I would never. Oh my god, mm-hmm. you would. I hate this guy so much. But I mean, they had Clayface before. That's true. They should get him back. He'd mm-hmm. be he'd be like very useful. I mean, this is exactly the kind of thing you could put like the red claw in the background of or something, you know? Yeah. Like fucking croc. Like all the mm-hmm. all the like the big muscle guys, if nothing else. Like the ones that aren't particularly crazy. <laughs> Croc's like, I'm trying to honestly, I'm trying to get out of Gotham. Mm-hmm. After that thing with Baby Doll, I just uh, oh, oh. too many bad memories. Mm-hmm. I just need to and, start over. Mm-hmm. Somebody flush me down the toilet and I'll start again. <laughs> I'm reinventing myself. Now I'm kinder croc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got me with that one. <laughs> um, I, We both have basically the same note when they're on uh, Black Hawk Island. Oh, no, the Iron Giant. <laughs> Because one they of those do. sentry robots looks exactly like the Iron they, Giant. They absolutely just killed the Iron Giant. Mm-hmm. And he never Superman. did nothing to nobody. No, he wanted to meet Superman, and instead mm-hmm. he met the Flash, and then he died. <laughs> met the worst Flash. <laughs> Superman. Oh, so, no, he's not yeah. here right now. I oh. know. Mm-hmm. This sucks. <laughs> um... We got, uh, last time we talked about how, uh, uh, God, what is her name? My favorite character, Waller. Jesus Christ. I oh, lost yeah, Waller, Waller for a minute there. Yeah. Almost, uh, like. It's not like we, we, half of her name isn't like your wife's name. Yeah. My partner of 20 years. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, we talked about how she's going to be the liaison to the Justice League, but she mm-hmm. isn't yet. In fact, it's King, a great pun name, King Faraday. Uh-huh. If I who, was King Faraday. Who is voiced by Luke from the Gilmore Girls, and I'm mm-hmm. certain that's that's why he got the gig, because Andrew Romano, again, casting from show, popular shows of the day. I've tired of Joss Whedon. Now I like the Gilmore Girls. Right, they're, they're, look, they ran at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what else? Ah, oh. let's see. <laughs> There's a very good moment where um, Blackhawk, and I'm pretty sure that Blackhawk is the last surviving Blackhawk. Yes. Um, uh, Lex has uh, taken him hostage so he can escape, and it's it's the dude's island. Like, it's his his island with his, you know, dead friends. So, like, yeah. he knows where all the booby <clears throat> traps are. And he hits something. And Lex's tone, when he said, what did you do? <laughs> so good. Fucking killed me. It's not like, oh, no, we're in danger. It's like, ugh, now what? I was I was a god two mm-hmm. weeks ago. I had tentacles sprouting out of my body, and I could see time. And now <laughs> I'm carrying an old man around. Now I gotta fuck around on this island with the key. <laughs> to take a stick. And what's your name? Dr. Polaris, Master of Magneto. Okay. Uh-huh. So you're Magneto, but without anything that makes Magneto cool. Got it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they call me Boring Magneto. <laughs> <laughs> and look, I've said many times I'm not an X-Men guy, but Magneto's mm-hmm. never boring. No. Like, even to me. <laughs> um... The key, I don't, is he from comics? I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know him, but you sometimes know the, the Oh, yeah, know, the, the key's, the uh, I don't pulse. know, I th- I want to say Green Arrow villain, but I couldn't tell you for certain. I know mm. him best from, there's a great JLA by Morrison uh, mm-hmm. uh, arc about him. Otherwise, I don't know much about the key. Ah, okay. I think he's very strange because his name is the key. Why don't you get a key then? Why don't you? Um, There is, uh, uh this is another quote from, um. I think it was Dwayne McDuffie. One of the one of the like one of the writers' room said initially they had introduced that character and deliberately gave him the voice of Corey Burton, who is also the voice of uh, Brainiac, mm. uh, as he was gonna be a Brainiac construct, and that would pay off later. And okay. then they, they ended up going a different direction with the season, so that didn't happen. Uh-huh. But well, that's interesting. But the re- th- that's why I thought he might have been unique to this episode because it's mm. like. If they were if they were setting him up to be like part of the larger plot, then maybe he's unique to this, but I guess not. Yeah. He's got like a laser gun that's shaped like a key and he can yeah. open doors or something. And his head looks like a key. He's just likes, very key based. He likes keys. Distracted by shaking your keys at him. His origin is that his parents went to a key party and he walked in on them. <laughs> and was traumatized. Up time to be evil, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, I have this note. This shark is the stupidest thing I've ever seen, and I bet Maggie loves it. I did. <clears throat> Some kind of a robot shark. Some kind of a robot shark. He had a, a, a mini guns attached to the sides of his head. Oh, yeah, because you wrote the, the Austin Powers reference. Sharks yeah. with freaking laser beams attached to their heads. That line's still funny. Uh-huh. A lot of the things from those movies aren't funny anymore, but no. that's still funny. Uh, <sighs> yeah, a lot of the defenses. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, please. What do you think of Lex's new uh, uniform? Costume? He, he just looked like a guy. He does. I I know they made an action figure based on this one, though, because I, re- I, I recognize the, like, chest gun. Well, he's got, like, he's got straps for a gun. Mm-hmm. I like, it's like, he's usually a supervillain or a businessman, and now he's just like, I don't know, I'm a crook. I got a gun. What do you want? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an Iron Man suit. I don't have an Armani suit. I just got a gun. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah, I guess so. I got this gun, though. I'm honestly kind of surprised they didn't bring back the purple uh, pointy thing that he wore, like, 
Especially since uh, that's what he wore on Super Friends at that time. Yeah, but that was like in story. They really did the Iron Man thing where like that's what was keeping him alive and mm-hmm. he doesn't need that anymore. So. I don't know. Uh, what else? Uh, I think that's all I have. Yeah, not a lot for this one. That was a good one. It's a good yeah. kickoff to the season. Like, and there, we don't get the intricately woven season arc that we got last, like last season. But there is, there is a lot of stuff being like groundwork being laid. And I'm glad the DC Wiki starts connecting dots because I haven't seen this season in a long time. And it's like, no. oh yeah, this is setting that up, and this is for that. I'm glad. I'm glad they reminded me because I would not have remembered that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't remember anything. I know I watched this, but like, I don't remember anything about this stuff. There is, we're building to a big bad like last year. So mm-hmm. like the things that are happening now are in service of a larger plot that will be happening, you know, that we'll get more pieces of later. Nice. So, but just, you know, just like last time, but mm-hmm. like I say, a little smaller is all. All right. Uh, well, let's move on then. Yeah. Let's tell us about Shadow of the Hawk. All right. So after the JLA finishes whipping ass on a bunch of Marvel characters, it's fine. Marvel does this with the Squadron Supreme all the time. <laughs> uh, Shire is accosted by an extremely handsome and enthusiastic gentleman named Carter Hall, who pulls a sword on her. Uh, somehow he doesn't end up an extremely handsome and enthusiastic stain on Shire's mace and <laughs> has time to explain that he's an archaeologist who has found an ancient Thanagorian sword in Egypt. Yes, Shire out and she accepts because who doesn't want to date Indiana Jones? Batman, being Batman, does some research and realizes that Carter's actually a pretty big Hawk Girl fan. Like, like a really big fan. Like, he's stalking her. Mm-hmm. Shayer decides to give Carter the benefit of the doubt, which, uh, and goes to Egypt with him. Batman tags along as a secret chaperone. And once in the tomb, Carter reali- uh, reveals his real plan. To show her that, she, that he's actually Hawkman and that they're reincarnated lovers from ancient space Egypt, so now she has to love him. Well, that's it's still better than negging a girl, I guess. <laughs> Not really. Anyway, then they're attacked by Shadow Thief, a living shadow who's planning to steal all these Egyptian slash Thanagarian artifacts and then sell them. Everyone fights. Batman shows up. Everyone fights robotic mummies, which, uh, okay. Uh, eventually, Shadow Thief escapes and Carter flies away, vowing that someday Shira will love him, which is, that's great. Thanks for that. Awesome. <clears throat> I was really vibing on this for like the first half and then it just kind of fell apart for me. It really sort of turns into just like a Tomb Raider adventure. You know what I mean? Like. Mm. Yeah, I get that. Like they have they have the like the start of a really good episode. I I actually really like this direction for Hawkman, a character I assumed we were never going to get, you know? Yeah. In fact, when they did Starcrossed and her like boyfriend shows up and he's like the general of the army. It's like mm. a lot of people were like, well, I guess this is Hawkman. This is as close as we're going to get. Yeah. No. And I, t- I told you at the time, I said, no, 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 there's still a Hawkman. Because the... this, this is a great take and this is your good thing. So I don't well, want to step on this, but yeah. I mean, like as someone who likes the Hawkman design more than Hawkman, the the guy, because like mm-hmm. he yeah, is a good looking character. Yeah. Like, I really love the origin for this character, making him basically an obsessed fan who fell ass backwards into Thanagarian technology that made him crazy. That's a great mm-hmm. origin for the character without getting into what is one of the most complicated, stupid characters in the entire, in all of comics ever. No, they managed to sort of streamline the the salient points of mm-hmm. different Hawkmen over the years because the ancient Egypt thing is a thing. Yep. And in other, I, I read a little about this and in... 
other versions, he and Hawkgirl are Thanagarians who got stuck in ancient Egypt. Mm-hmm. So like they, they kind of have both of those in there, but it's also its own thing. And yeah. I like tying it back to Starcrossed. Like they mention, oh yeah, there's a lot of relics. Like, Cause like they were an occupying army for a bit. Mm-hmm. So some of their weapons got left behind. And Batman says, yeah, people really love uh, stealing those and selling mm-hmm. them on the black market. <clears throat> those things are real popular among shady types, which makes yeah. sense. And- love, uh, love fighting a guy with a Thanagarian shotgun or something in the middle mm-hmm. of the night. Yeah, from an advanced space army that we had absolutely no hope of defeating without help. Thanks. Really made my job easier. Thanks, Shaira. Yeah. Uh, and then um, I love the idea that he might just be nuts because yeah. uh, the device that he found is telepathic and meant for a Thanagarian mind. And we 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 sometimes think she's stupid because she's impulsive and, mm-hmm. and smashes things. But like they point out in this very episode... And in the previous one, actually, how smart she really is. There's a bit yeah. where Lex disappears into the wall in the previous episode because the the key grabbed him. And um, she's like, oh, yeah, this must be. And she spouts out some Star Trek technobabble mm. bullshit, ta- tachyon particles or whatever. And like, oh, yeah, right. She's she's from space and she's actually pretty sharp. Yeah, It's like, it's, a, you know, advanced civilization. And uh, yeah, it's a so, high ranking something. Y- yeah, so this device capable of of telepathically speaking to this, you know, to these intelligent people mm-hmm. might erect his dumb little human mind. <laughs> Carter. Which is why he thinks he's Hawkman, but he's really not. Carter, did your brain break? Do you not understand how the first person works, honey? It's just someone's diary. You're not actually that person. That's why I thought he was Anne Frank for two weeks. Oh, no. <laughs> just hiding in the attic. Mm-hmm. I, I love I love the reveal to when he's like, well, Shire, I haven't been entirely honest with you. And she's just like, all right, here we go. This is the shit uh, Batman was telling well, me Well, because they, yeah, because they talk <laughs> about him being an internet creep. Yeah. So she's like, okay. <laughs> Batman's like, I scoured the hot girl web ring and I was like, web ring? <laughs> it's, two, it's 2006. I know. That's that's the cutting edge there. What do you expect? It absolutely is. It's just like, oh, fuck, I haven't thought about web rings in a long time. But he's like the message boards. I'm like, you and I literally met mm-hmm. on a message board right around this time. So they, yep. they kind of had their finger on the pulse there. I mean, let's be real. Dwayne McDuffie was definitely on there at some point or another. On that board? I don't know. If he was, either he was hiding or I didn't know who he was. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, it's certainly possible. They got yeah. most of the most of the big names in comics showed up there at one point or another. Mm-hmm. Um, My good thing. Yeah. I really like that they're following up on the whole uh, John Stewart Shaira thing. Like last season, we talked about this. They mm. so clearly closed every single loop. Like they went and very carefully said, "Okay, this is done. This is done. This is done." Uh, like the show's over, so we got to fit. And then picking anything back up feels like it could be real. Like, ugh, no, you you wrap that up nicely. Mm. Why would you bring it up again? But they managed to find like, oh, John's concerned because of the future that they saw. Like, wait. Are Shire and I still going to end up together? And he talks to the only other person who remembers, Batman. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, should I be worried about this? And he's like, well, you're still dating Vixen. So obviously you you may not believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot about that. So, well. <laughs> but there's there's some awkwardness where he like he wants to like protect her from this creep. And what I like is 
she's ready to move on. Like she's, she probably will always feel a little guilty, but I think she's over the, the initial wave of like, I betrayed everyone. Oh yeah. She's ready to get back out there and date. And I think that's why she ends up giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. One to show John and Batman, look, I can take care of myself. This guy's fine. Yeah. I don't but need also, you guys babysitting me for God's sake. But also, cause I don't think she's gotten any since she and John split up. That too. And she's like, you know what? This is a handsome barrel chested Bruce Tim dude. Mm-hmm. I could have fun with him. They uh, uh, very clearly do. Also, oh yeah, yeah. The uh, well, the dress they draw her in for the uh, for the date is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh and yeah, and sh- God, she looks good in it. She drops a reference to the fact that it came off of her the night before. Yeah, you didn't so. hate it last night. Oh, uh huh. Well, so, well. Yeah. Little roll in the hay. The hay mm-hmm. is a nest for a bird. <laughs> Carter had to hide um, all of his, uh, all the hot girl uh, pictures he had posted up around his apartment. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, I like, yes, you said this in your summary. I saw it in your notes. You think she made a stupid mistake, and I agree with you. Mm. But it's very in character, and it's oh, absolutely, kind of relatable. Like again, she's not dumb, but she is impulsive. Well, and I mean, like. It's hot girl, for God's sakes. Like, the idea is, is uh, watch out, this guy can be dangerous. Oh, yeah, th- uh, he'll be real dangerous. Have you met me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm look, real look. scared that uh, that uh, Torso Boy can't can't stand up to my mace. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It'll mm-hmm. be fine. And again, you know, she's probably very horny. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't mean to fixate on that like I think about it a lot because mm-hmm. I don't. But like, I've made a lot of dumb mistakes for similar reasons is what oh, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. Mm. Dating the wrong people at the wrong time just because, you know, I don't know. Mm. There's something to do. Also, I can absolutely see her just being like, I'm not dating in the workplace again. I'm just not doing it. Yeah, yeah. maybe I shouldn't date my stalker, but uh, mm-hmm. got to start somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. Whole lot of fish in the bird sea. No, no, no. There's a lot of birds in the the nest that Carter made in his apartment. Mm -hmm. Yep. Out of pictures of hot girl magazines. Uh Yeah. Yeah. Um my bad thing. Mm -hmm. Actually, let's do your bad thing first, and I want you to read exactly what you've written here. (laughs) All right. Why these why these mummies? Um, <laughs> no discussion necessary. Why these mummies? Perfect. No notes. I am. Um, look, I'm the last person in the world who's going to be like, why, why are these superheroes fighting a bunch of robot mummies? But like, look, the third act of this is that mm-hmm. and Batman fighting his own shadow. I thought you would be in heaven. I mean, the thing is, it's good, but it's like, why are these mummies here? Like, there's no explanation <laughs> for there to be these mummies here other than that we're in ancient Egypt. Well, we're well, in an Egyptian tomb, Egypt, but uh, yeah, but we're in a yeah, look. Look, standard adventure movie rules apply. You're in an Egyptian tomb. There's going to be mummies coming after you. That's mm-hmm. how it happens. It's like, I mean, look, you've already got fucking a guy who controls shadows here, and it's like that's nah, not enough. What if we mm. threw some mummies in too? Also, they're robots when you chop their heads off. What? <laughs> uh that might have been a standards and practices. Let's. Let's make sure these aren't, like, the actual animated corpses. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. Oh, we but, can't kill these uh, these fake dead people. All right, whatever. 
I like, I just thought the third act was dull. Like it mm-hmm. was action sequences and visually interesting action sequences, but you're right. There's, there's really no reason for any of it. No. And like the stuff with Carter is so much more interesting. Like, and watching Batman, um, like, uh, d- dealing with a bunch of like Indiana Jones movie traps. That was mm-hmm. pretty good. That was pretty good. And the fact, like the way he effortlessly moves, yeah. is moving through here. It's like, he's fucking- like, Carter's like, be careful. I've studied these like, like for years mm-hmm. so that we don't get beheaded. And Batman just shrugs them off. Yeah. Batman walks through a, a, a hallway full of spikes. Like he's going to the movies. I mean, well, not that time. Well, no, not the movies, but... Uh... Yeah, bad example. Mm-hmm. That's the worst example, Maggie. Why would you say <laughs> movies? God. Oh, man, Batman's mad at me now. Oh, Batman's crying. And he's always kind of mad. <laughs> well, yeah. But also, I feel like he's dealt with a lot of this specific kind of bullshit mm-hmm. uh, with Rachel Ghoul. It's like, oh, a spike trap. A spike Anytime trap he... that's 10,000 years old. Whatever. Anytime he goes to visit Talia, like in the base by the Lazarus pit, he's got to navigate some of this shit. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's fine. I came to pick up Damien for the weekend. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I like that it's his weekend with Damien. Yeah, exactly. I was trying to think of a reason he would come see her. I was like, oh, of course. Mm-hmm. That's exactly Shared- how it works with my parents. Shared custody, of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already crowbarred Jason Todd in here. You might as well put yes. Damien in. <laughs> might as well use a good character. Damien gets two Christmases. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't even celebrate Christmas. He's from whatever ancient culture that race is from. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, my bad thing. Yeah. I know they didn't mean to bring up the whole white imperialist thing here, but Carter Hall's a white dude just helping himself to stuff in Egypt. Boy, he sure is. That's not cool. Like, that's a that's an inherent problem in any adventure story where you see, you know, intrepid explorers mm-hmm. uh, uh, navigating ancient things that they're, they're going to take back to the British Museum. Like, yeah, fuck you, guy. Yeah. But uh, we weren't really talking about that 20 years ago, so mm-hmm. maybe that's not the episode's fault. It just it comes off a little. You guys know Egypt is a thing, right? They are a proud culture then and now. Yeah. You, you could have maybe one Egyptian person. Somewhere? No, mm-hmm. no. It's no. just the white dude and the basically white presenting lady from space. Yeah. I mean, she's she, Latin presenting, I suppose. But nevertheless, she's yeah. not Egyptian. Well, and like having them just like in the past coming to Egypt and like, all right, well, we've got our technology now. So uh, everybody shut up. Well, that's the other thing. And this is something I've only learned about relatively recently. The mm-hmm. inherent racism in believing ancient Egyptians had help from aliens. Like yeah. the idea that anything white people didn't do must have been done by aliens. Like, I don't know that they are meaning to have that conversation here either. Plus, Shayer points this out herself. She's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, couldn't have been aliens. There's no aliens. I mean, that's my quote. So, <laughs> oh, well, I'll just play that here. Mm-hmm. His birth name is Joseph Gardner. Do I? No. Six months ago, he had it legally changed to Carter Hall. He's an archaeologist, currently curator of the Midway City Museum. Had an excellent reputation until about five years ago, when he started claiming that aliens landed in ancient Egypt. Aliens? Well, then he must be a lunatic, because we all know that there's no life on other planets. Yep. That was very good. So, Uh. like, the fact that they bring it up. 
is excellent. Yeah. But it's still like, mm, it's, you might it's just, it's show some best. Egyptians here if you're going to do all this Egyptian stuff. That's just, all I'm saying. Yeah. So. I don't know. Like, I, I feel like we weren't talking about that kind of thing back then. But no. like. No, but watching it now, you're still you're just like Ugh, I don't feel. But great even about Indiana Jones would have local like local guides. Oh yeah, local to the culture to help him out. That's all. And this show would you know especially with Dwayne McDuffie writing, like you have at least one writer of color, if not more, mm-hmm. hopefully keeping an eye on that stuff. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Anyway, also as ever, I always feel a little weird talking about like I. I know these are things I should be aware of. I think I'm on the right side of this. Maybe, maybe, Might yeah, be I, I, it wrong, I, but I, it still makes me feel uncomfortable. Is mm-hmm. all I'm saying. It's it's a hard thing to get into when you know, yeah. you're white. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it is. Like I know I should be more aware of it, but also I don't want. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a hard hard needle to thread. Yeah. Um, we try. Yeah, we try. I do have this note. That guy looks like he should be a bang baby. <laughs> and I don't know who that was in reference to. <laughs> oh, oh, it, it had was, to be Shadow uh, Thief, right? He's got the same no, no, as no. z No, it was hair tentacle guy in the beginning oh. where you said you said they were all Marvel guys, which I yeah, didn't yeah. catch. They're they're specifically this is Lord Havoc and the extremists, and they're specifically supposed to be based on uh uh like Marvel the Sinister characters. Sticks. So or... yeah, so Lord Lord Havoc's Doctor Doom, mm-hmm. uh the tentacle guys, Dr. Octopus. I forget who the third guy was. So all the doctors. Yeah. It's a legion of doctors. Gotcha. We just call that a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but hear me out here. Legion of doctors is such a better name. Is it? I broke my arm. I have to go to the legion of doctors. That's obviously <laughs> better. All right. I don't know that I agree with you, but I, I respect your right to think that. <laughs> Look, all I know is that if I was in charge, things would be a lot more interesting around here. Well, nobody's denying that. Uh-huh. The Brotherhood of Evil Doctors. <laughs> <laughs> They're not covered in my HMO. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're in America now. They're all evil doctors. Because mm-hmm. of the insurance companies, not because of the mm-hmm. doctors. That's the real evil. Yeah. Anyway. The, no uh, supervillain could be as evil as the, as the medical system. I mean... You're not wrong. Uh, but yeah, tentacle hair guy looked a lot like a bang baby to me. Mm-hmm. And I like I was grasping for wait. There was a real stupid name for them. Oh, right. Bang baby. I hadn't mm-hmm. thought about that in like a year. <laughs> Just now I wish Carmen I had Dillo looking uh, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, he's no chompus. <laughs> but who could be? No, but who is? Yeah. Not even oh. chompus anymore. I miss you, chompus. <laughs> Never even like named on screen. Nope. <laughs> oh, don't you mm-hmm. know? That's Chompus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, let's uh, see what else. Uh di- did Carter Hall look like someone to you? He looked like someone. And I couldn't figure out who I like I know they're doing an Indiana Jones thing, but it, I I didn't feel like he looked like Harrison Ford, you know? No. And you, I, you said he looked like Hal Jordan. Yeah, he's I just kind of a looked, Hal Jordan vibe, but like just the sort of barrel-chested hero yeah. type. I don't. They might have modeled him after someone, but like, and in those cases, it's typically an old movie guy. And sure, I, I'm fairly like I don't. I'm certainly not an expert or anything, but I watch a lot of old movies. And mm. if it was anything real obvious, I think I would have spotted it. Yeah. So I like don't he's know. he's clearly wearing like like 
Indiana Jones without the hat and jacket, but like, yeah, and well, like, that might have bit... just been that might have just been how close can we get without getting sued by whoever? I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Like, there's a part where his shirt gets ripped, and he literally just looks like that cover, like that poster for uh, te- I think it's Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, make uh, Does that make Batman short round? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Please, uh, hot, p- hot girl is infinitely better than uh, screeching Mrs. Spielberg. <laughs> Willie, yeah, that's her. Yeah, short round, short round, still fucking great. But oh yeah, that that <clears throat> woman was terrible. Yeah, Indy's other girlfriends were great, but uh, oh yeah. Uh, Although else? I wish they'd stop bringing Marion back. Is is like one true love? Yeah, that's true. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem anymore. I mean, I hope not. Uh, that's a good point. I liked that last movie, but I'm fine with it being the last movie. <laughs> I liked, I thought it just started as it was ending. Mm. Like the most interesting stuff for me was in the last 20 minutes and there was way too much build up to that. But, oh, but yeah. there was, there was some good stuff in there. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was like, fun. Yeah, all right. Uh, I mean, I think I think casting Mads Mikkelsen as a as a Nazi was like you know perfect. Oh yeah, but, you know. And I okay. like what's her face. Uh, yeah, girl. Yeah. Um, Helena. Uh, uh, sure. Yeah. Um. God, now I'm drawing a blank. The fuck was that show that I love that I've watched many times that I keep telling you you should watch? Nope. Nope. Fleabag. That's it. Fleabag. Thank you. Yes, yes, very good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you should watch Fleabag. It's excellent. All right. <laughs> Speaking of women who make incredibly bad life choices. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that brings us back on topic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so when they're fighting those, uh, I guess, Marvel guys in the beginning, they were clearly in Gotham. Oh, yeah, 100%. But I bet they weren't allowed to say they were in Gotham because of that other fucking mm-hmm. Batman show that wouldn't let them do anything. Well, I mean, Stupid. you just have a city at night and you're like, oh, yeah, that's Gotham. No, 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 but it had the, the red sky, it had oh. the, the Art Deco buildings, like, they were some telltale, so- like, they they were one Harvey Bullock in the background appearance away from it being obviously Gotham. <laughs> oh, well, that's definitely Gotham, then. Mm-hmm. I would, I would not be surprised at all if they're, like, if the higher-ups are like, you can't use red skies. People know it's Gotham, that's a Gotham thing. They're doing red skies over in the Batman show. Well, it's a very specific like shade of red that they would use mm-hmm. in that last season of uh, uh, the Batman Avengers. And then like, like I say, the art deco buildings, the fact that Batman was there, mm-hmm. like Batman's not usually there in the throwaway action sequences at the beginning, but uh, it's his yeah. city. So Sean, yeah. can you send some guys over? Mm-hmm. I got all these idiots from the Marvel universe sniffing around. Mm-hmm. Not the good ones either. Mm-hmm. Not like knock off, uh, uh, um, Dark side. What's his yeah. name? Fucking oh, Thanos. Gl- glove, glove guy. I don't Thanos, know. the hands of fate. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever made that before? That's very good. I mean, someone must have. I don't know. You better mail it to yourself just in case. Yeah, I'll do that right now. Yeah. All right. Oh, and uh, this is the episode where we find out that, yeah, they did dismantle the watchtower there in a thing called the Metro Tower now, which is a mm-hmm. big building in, Me- in Metropolis, which is I cool. mean. It looks like the Hall of Justice, and it kind of kicks ass, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they really need a guy to say, later at the Hall of Justice. There's this hole. No, 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 that's that's a different. <laughs> Outside the Hall of Justice is this hole. 
of justice. <laughs> yeah, look, bring snakefish into the uh, Legion of Doom. Oh, I'd love to see snakefish on the Legion of Doom. Yeah, we could all do this. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite Space Ghost episodes. Like it's a it's a throwaway three minute bit from yep. that that I haven't I haven't stopped thinking about for the last twenty years. Nope. Yeah, it I just ordered us a large pizza. <laughs> They're way out of Mars. <laughs> oh, that was you know, Grod's that was... the guy who comes in and is like, "I got pizza for everybody." Mm-hmm. Nah, he'll uh. He'll actually give you a raise. He won't just give you a pizza party. As oh, like the, damn. You know, he's a good boss. Okay, so the Legion of Doom has better benefits than my work. Oh, you guys, you guys did okay. I mean, we did. I don't want to get too specific, but you, you recently asked for more things and you got them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it worked out. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's it. All right. Well, I suppose that's all for this time then. Mm-hmm. Let me see what next we have in store for next week. Another one. Well, we have an excellent title. We have Chaos at the Earth's Core. Ooh, that is a good title. That's one exclamation point away from being a Brave and the Bold uh, mm -hmm. episode. Uh, and the other one is called To Another Shore. I don't know either of these by title. But, uh, let's uh, see here. I'm sure they're great because the show's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one everyone knows is The Great Brain Robbery. That's still in a couple of weeks. Yeah, I don't recognize either of these. Nope. No, but I've, I've, I've seen them and I'm sure they're oh, great. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, speaking of the Brave and the Bold, we are still reviewing that uh, on our Patreon. Please mm -hmm. uh, consider uh, kicking in to that. Patreon.com slash Algar. We'd very much appreciate it. Um, website as ever, kidslovebatman.com. If you want to write to us, we are doing one final mail show at the end of this in like yep. four weeks. Like, I think at the end of January, we're done. So, yeah. like, it's real fucking soon. Send us so, your mail. Kids Love Batman Podcast at Gmail. It's mm -hmm. your last chance to do that. Then that goes away. The whole show goes away. We're done. So, please do that. Um, and that's all for this time. Yeah. See you, folks. Twala. For more information about this show and the people who make it, visit kidslovebatman.com. To provide financial support for this show and all of the shows produced by Algar Productions, consider a pledge at patreon.com slash Algar. That's double A-L-G-A-R. The Kids Love Batman podcast is a co-production of Maggie Robotham and Ron Algar Watt. Copyright 2023, Algar Productions. Please don't sue us. We're just doing this for fun.